Welcome to episode six of the Brains Report podcast. I'm your host, James Brains, and uh, first of all, I need to apologize for uh, the being on a little bit of a hiatus. I'm I'm getting over a cold, uh, a lot of pain in the throat, uh, just intense pain. I, I could not sleep. I could not uh, swallow chili dogs. It, it was really difficult, but I think I'm back now and back to recording, and uh, we've got lots of great interviews lined up, uh, so we should be getting back on schedule. In today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at Populum Full Spectrum Hemp CBD Oil. We talked to Gunhee Park, the founder of Populum. We get into why you should consider CBD for your maladies, why Henry Ford made a car out of hemp, and what the legalization of marijuana could mean for the hemp industry. After the interview, I'll give you my review of Populum Full Spectrum Hemp CBD Oil, which I've used sporadically for the past couple of months. Uh, One more note, in the interview I incorrectly mentioned that Populum is based in Austin. Uh, In fact, I'm a dirty liar. The company is actually in sunny Arizona. So unless you want me to tell you the story of the time I found dozens of coins in the middle of an intersection, we'll go ahead and get into my interview with Gunhee Park. Welcome to Episode 6 of the Brains Report Podcast. I'm here with Gunhee Park, the founder of Populum, an Austin, Texas-based, high-quality, high-dosage CBD direct-to-consumer startup. The business was founded in 2017 and since then has expanded to offer pet calming hemp oil and therapy hemp rub. We've brought Gunhee onto our program to talk about Populum's bread and butter, hemp CBD oil. Welcome to the show, Gunhee. Thanks, James. Excited to be here. Awesome. I'd like to start with a question I I like to ask my guests. Do you use your own supply? In other words, do you use Populum CBD oil? Yes, yes. I've been a a daily user of CBD since 2016. And uh, I I mean, one of the reasons I became a big fan and a believer in CBD was um, after I started taking it myself. Awesome. So I think a lot of people, they hear the word hemp or anything that sounds like cannabis, and they just think of drugged up lunatics trying to get a fix. How does CBD oil differ from the marijuana that the kids are smoking to get high? Yeah, no, uh, great question. And uh, one of Populum's core mission is actually to reframe that image that comes with CBD and hemp. Um, For over eight decades, uh, hemp and Cannabis in general has been prohibited, specifically hemp getting looped in with uh, the psychoactive side in the prohibition. Uh, In 2014, uh, that started getting deregulated. And uh, part of our mission since we've started is, hey, let's change. How do we change the mindset of uh, how consumers uh, think of CBD? Uh, Obviously, because it is very different from its uh, psychoactive uh, cousin marijuana and uh, offers a lot of benefits. Um, So uh, just to give you a short, uh, I guess, short definition of what hemp is, uh, hemp's essentially a strain of cannabis uh, that has less than 0.3% THC. So what that means is uh, it's a form of cannabis that essentially has no psychoactive effects. Okay. 
And so I hadn't heard about CBD really at all until recreational marijuana became legal in Oregon when I was living there. I believe it was in, it was in 2014 or 2015. Um, how, how come, uh, what would you say has, caused CBD to grow in popularity in recent years? Yeah, I think uh, before hemp got deregulated by its own um, at the federal level, uh, CBD was always grouped under the under THC, so it was always overshadowed by the THC umbrella. Uh, if you go, if you live in a you know a, a rec or medical marijuana state and visit a dispensary. Uh, you'll find that the two most common terms used in those stores are both THC and CBD. Um, traditionally, how it's been known is THC gives you kind of the, or definitely the high effect, and CBD is more of the, the, the calming uh, cannabinoid that uh, mixes well with THC for uh, people who are looking to use it for um, uh, re relaxing or with sleep or any conditions like that. Uh, I would say the reason why it's gotten a lot more attention uh, in the recent years is as hemp got deregulated since 2014, um, companies such as ours were able to create products that purely focuses on the CBD portion. So it essentially came out of that the shadows under under THC and uh, anecdotally from many customers who are using you know purely CBD products here, uh, it's shown that there are a lot of benefits that come with it. And as that that um, that benefit spread word of mouth and through all the media uh, features and whatnot, I think uh, it's quickly picking up steam uh, in terms of interest and how many people are interested in trying it out as a formal supplement in their everyday lives. Okay, and now, now I'd like to kind of get into Populum CBD oils. Uh, what motivated you to start Populum? Yeah, so before, before you know, starting Populum and even getting interested in CBD, I was initially just interested in the plant, uh, the hemp plant. Uh, I'm, if you, you know, do a quick Google search of what the hemp plant is and what it can do, it has so many different applications. And the biggest thing is that it has so many sustainability implications when it comes to utilizing hemp for clothing, um, even construction and when it comes to hemp seeds, it's a natural um, alternative uh, food supplement for your your popular uh, source of protein like flax or chia seeds. So at first I was a big proponent of hemp and as I got learned more about it, actually I learned about CBD, CBD last. And when I first learned about CBD in around 2015 to early 2016, um, the problem I saw was that there were so many uh, exaggerated or outrageous claims uh, when you start searching about it, searching about CBD online, and when you uh, are interested in trying it out, uh, the brands you found online were, you know, sketchy at best, and it, it, there's this reputation that it comes off almost as snake oil because of all the the claims that come along with it and the poor shopping experience. So. I saw this opportunity space after personally benefiting from it, which I'll go into here in a little bit. 
uh, that, hey, if essentially CBD has an image problem and let's create a brand that offers transparent and quality uh, products with great customer service, uh, just like any other, you know, e-commerce uh, consumer brand you, you find nowadays online, and um, let's rebrand and re re let's uh, rebrand how how people think of CBD uh, as a supplement. So that was kind of the core mission behind starting Populum, and uh, to this day, how we carry ourselves. Okay, and uh, you said hemp has a lot of benefits and is quite sustainable. Uh, seems like I remember reading the facts somewhere that hemp uh, grows incredibly fast. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So compared to other agricultural crops like, you know, corn, soybean, or even um, cotton, uh, hemp uses a lot less water, first of all. So a lot less um, resource consumption there. And then uh, one of its properties actually is bioremediation, where it actually heals the the soil that it's grown in because it sucks up a lot of the toxins that are in, that are part of the soil. So not only does it have a shorter uh, cultivation period, which is uh, like four to six months depending on the strain, but also if it's used as a rotation crop for for farmers, uh, what it can do is after growing much more uh, resource intensive crops such as you know corn or your traditional other crops, uh, if you can rotate it with uh, hemp, uh, it also has that healing property as well. And there's already been case studies shown, uh, especially in uh, farms in Colorado, which is one of the, mo the earlier pioneering states when it comes to hemp, uh, of success stories of uh, rehealing essentially the soil of the farm. So there's a lot of benefits to to farming hemp uh, all around. Okay. Um, so I growing up, it seemed like the people who were the big advocates for hemp were also the the stoners. They were uh, the ones who were yeah always smoking the devil's lettuce. Um, why why is why does our culture have such a, uh, I, I guess I'm trying to understand why hemp and marijuana are kind of so, so married, I guess, in our, in the minds of, I guess, the mainstream culture. I would say it's how the, the politics have, um, evolved in the early to mid 1900s uh, because when you go back to the 1800s and early 1900s actually hemp was a pretty common crop uh, hemp rope uh, it's so you know rope made out of hemp fiber was actually a pretty common material even up till world war ii and there was actually a lot of articles you can find about how versatile uh, the materials you make out of hemp were and interestingly enough, uh, there's a magazine called Popular Mechanics that published an article, I believe, in 1938, uh, where it heralded hemp as the next, uh, the new billion-dollar crop. And the reason why they they published an article with that type of headline was because of the the you know the hundreds of different applications they found that hemp could be used in. I just touched on a little bit earlier about um, about, uh, clothing, uh, you know, ropes, industrial uses such as ropes and other fiber, uh, 
uh, food, and then also CBD, right? And uh, and and one of the use case, the most popular use case, actually going back to the early 1900s, is uh, Henry Ford actually made a car out of hemp material. So the exterior wow. was all made out of hemp. And what's crazy is, um, and for for the listeners, if they want to quickly um, search on YouTube, like Henry Ford hemp car, uh, there's a video of him pounding a car with a, a hemp car with uh, a hammer and it not denting at all and it, it's just showing how uh, robust this material was um, unfortunately um, timing wise the, the war world war ii happened and then shortly after uh, henry ford uh, got sick and was not able to carry out his dream of building out hem cars and then politically uh, obviously there's different theories behind this but there was there the one theory is uh, other industries that were threatened by the hemp industry started looping, grouping hemp with this psychoactive uh, cannabis uh, to create a, uh, a a bill that essentially or a, a restriction that uh, put a that put a restriction behind the entire crop, both psychoactive and the non-psychoactive hemp. So, um, I think part of it is just poor understanding of the cannabis crop because at the end of the day you know they're all all under the cannabis umbrella so if it's if you don't really know you know it's easy to group them all under the same um um the same essentially same crop and all consider it you know as you just mentioned like the devil's crop or whatever and uh, i think that type of education just carried over the years and uh hence how it was prohibited for essentially the past eight decades Great. I found the video you mentioned. I'll include a link to it in the show notes. It's pretty interesting. Um, you touched on it a little bit, and I kind of want to get back, get into the history. Uh, first, uh, before you tell us how CBD, CBD oil benefited you, what were you doing before Populum? So I was actually, um, I graduated from Arizona State University uh, with a business degree. Uh, and then I was working for a tech company in Austin, Texas, uh, before, uh, before I got passionate about hemp and uh, decided to start my own company. Awesome. And how did, how did you benefit from CBD oil? Yeah, so... As I mentioned to you, um, as I brought up earlier, you know, I was getting super into hemp and uh, decided to, even with my reservation with the information and what I found about CBD out there, uh, I decided to give it a try. And um, for me personally, uh, you know, kind of being in in your early 20s uh, or mid 20s and uh, being very anxious, uh, as as I started taking CBD regularly, at least for me, I, I found that CBD really helped with my anxiety. But my biggest reason uh, that really conversion experience, I guess, as you'd call it, was when I shared CBD with my mom. Uh, so uh, she's been an avid tennis player uh, essentially all her adult life. And uh, I guess after kind of um, being too eager in her in her uh, hobby, she really damaged her knee. And um, had a, you know, several years, couldn't play anything and just was kind of, uh, at home, uh, cause she couldn't use her knee at all. So 
as I as I learned about kind of the the properties of of CBD, I gave her both an oral tincture uh, supplement of CBD and also a topical CBD. And you know, after she used it for about a month, um, she was able to uh, go hiking again and um, and you know become an avid golfer. Although was not able to go back to more ex- more intensive sorts like tennis, but uh, the amount of recovery she was able to do uh, was was just an amazing uh, personal experience for for our family. So uh, that was a big uh, big moment for us, a big moment for me to be like, wow, this, this there is really uh, potential for this this supplement. And uh, the big problem is that. Um, so many people are turned off because they think it is marijuana or they think it is snake oil, as I mentioned earlier, because of the the poor branding and the poor marketing that's out there. That's, that's a really awesome, inspiring story. That That's great. Uh, so you mentioned the snake oil part. What would you say to someone who wondered if CBD oil really works? Yeah, I mean, so, so – just to be clear, from from our brand brand's perspective and how we message to our customers, uh, we are very clear in uh, saying CBD is not a medically approved product, and we do not want to make any medical claims. Uh, we want customers to uh, do independent research to see if CBD is right for them as a supplement, and if so, one way uh, Populum helps to encourage customers to try it out is by offering a 30-day risk-free trial. Uh, that was one, we were the first in the industry to really uh, offer this uh, no questions asked return policy, and that's helped a lot of customers who, you know, have heard of CBD for the first time, never tried it, or have some type of reservation to uh, try it out and you know kind of test it out for themselves to see if it works for them uh, for the for whatever condition they're they're looking for. So I would say the two part is. Uh, to answer your question is one, do independent research and look at um, the findings from more respectable respectable institutions on what what they're saying about CBD, but also uh, working with a brand that offers you the flexibility to, to kind of test it out to, so you can have that positive shopping experience. Have a lot of people... Uh have you had to issue refunds uh, very often? <laughs> you know, we uh, actually that I think this just is a testament of um, our product and CBD in general is we maintain a very low return rate, an average of about three to four percent per month. So uh, you know, we 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 are very transparent with our customers. We don't try to make it difficult at all when customers reach out. We're we, we make it as easy as possible for them to return. Um, but one key message, message we, we portray to our customers is, you know, it, it's not a drug where you take it and you'll feel something kick in right away. Uh, it's more about the gradual benefits you'll feel by t- being consistent with it. Uh, if, you, if you think about what CBD is and how it interacts with the body um, and correct and Interrupt me if uh, I'm going too deep here, but uh, within the body, and a lot of this research was done back in the early, um, back in like 1960s and 70s by an, a researcher in Israel, 
doc called Dr. Mishulam, where uh, he found a, a system in our body called the endocannabinoid system. So it's already an, uh, an internal system where we have internal receptors that already generate our own cannabinoids inside the body, and that's called endocannabinoids. And what that does is it either uh, it mainly inhibits our uh, neural activity from uh, especially conditions where it overexcites. So uh, picture or imagine conditions such as uh, seizures or uh, or um, anxiety or anything like that it's typically uh, the effects of your uh, neurons getting overexcited right so your endocannabinoids are known to uh, inhibit those type of triggers so it can regulate the the system of your body however uh, due to variety of conditions obviously sometimes uh, there the body cannot regulate it uh, normally so that's why there are conditions like seizures and ep epilepsy and, and whatnot. So uh, both through um, having a, you know, uh, be carrying out a very uh, healthy lifestyle, but also uh, having supplements that have uh, cannabinoids is shown to help supplement some of this, these uh, receptors that are already uh, internal to our inter internal to our body. So, uh, you mentioned that populum is uh, is kind of set apart from other manufacturers in that it offers the risk-free trial. Uh, what are other uh, features that set populum apart from other CBD oils? Yeah. Um, so, the first thing I'd say is, is how our product tastes. So... When we were first starting off, we found that there's a lot of oils out there that were uh, what you call natural and unflavored oils. The problem with the unflavored oils, what we found is that it has, because hemp is still a form of cannabis, that uh, it still has a very bitter cannabis aftertaste. Uh, so if you've ever smoked uh, or used marijuana recreationally or medically, uh, you might know what, what I'm talking about, where it kind of have has kind of this, I guess bitter is the best way to describe it, uh, aftertaste. So we found that even with hemp or hemp oil, that that was the case. And as you could imagine, uh, for, for a lot of customers, that's a big turnoff. So what we focused on early on was uh, creating an oil that, essentially uh, offers a more pleasant uh, taste. So our oil comes in this orange formula uh, so that uh, the focus was that people would enjoy taking it every day. So that's one part. And then I would say uh, one of our big distinguishing uh, or two other distinguishing parts is the fact that we uh, conduct third-party lab tests with every single batch we make. So uh, the reason why third-party lab tests is important, uh, no matter if you buy from us or from any other CBD brand, uh, to make sure you check that out, is uh, the CBD industry overall is pretty uh, unregulated at this time. So it's up to the brands to hold itself as 
uh, responsible as possible. So we work with labs to uh, test for not only for what kind of cannabinoids are in our oil, so the purity, but also to test for anything bad, such as uh, toxins, uh, pesticides, uh, residual solvents, or any other toxins. So, uh, so that's been a that's another huge uh, part of emphasis for us. And lastly, uh, what we always emphasize from the beginning has been working with U.S. farmers and only using U.S. grown hemp and. As the hemp uh, agriculture agriculturally gets more and more deregulated, uh, you'll find that more and more brands are able to work with U.S. farmers, uh, which I believe believe brings a level of transparency to the customers. Yeah, I saw the uh, announcement on the Populum website about you guys lowering your prices because of how many farmers are now uh, starting to grow hemp, and that's kind of driving the prices down a little bit. Uh, that's that's pretty neat. I like that you're passing the the savings on to the customers rather than trying to boost those profit margins. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and you, you mentioned the testing, uh, which I I what I really loved in Oregon was that there was these lab results on everything, any of the recreational. Uh, CB, well, the CBD or the marijuana that you buy, it has these numbers on there telling you uh, what's inside. And um, Michigan just uh, legalized marijuana here, and I'm uh, hoping they do the same. But um, separate, separate issue. But I, I like it. Made me think of it. I, I really like that the lab results that came with the the oil that. Uh, Populum sent me, they were very in-depth, and I liked how how you knew exactly what you were getting. Um, I, I appreciate that. Um, Thanks, yeah. And we found that, uh, obviously, to some, cu- like, we want to provide as much information as possible to the customers, while also uh, having it in there for some customers who might be, you know, a little intimidated by those, uh, all those numbers or whatnot. So, uh, we, we were trying to find, we were always trying to find that, that balance of how much, what is too much information and what is enough, like enough transparency so that customers know and, uh, know what they're putting in their bodies. Right. So. Sure. Uh, so I want to share a little story of the first time I tried the Populum CBD oil a few weeks ago. Um, I was trying the 500 milligram concentration, which, contains about twice uh, what I was used to. It uh, contains twice as much CBD, uh, according to the lab results and the, the side of the bottle of the, the stuff I was taking before. And I noticed that I felt, actually felt a little bit stoned, like low level. And I'm, I've always been very sensitive to THC. Mm-hmm. And um, the next time I felt it again, but subsequently, it went away, and I was wondering uh, two things: uh, is this common? And I was wondering how much THC uh, you're legally allowed to have in the oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would say it's not common to feel that type of effect, and hopefully, it wasn't like some major effects. Uh, but uh, it, it, it wasn't high, too bad. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> um, it, it might be uh, well. So 
first off, it might be because it was a higher concentration, especially compared to what you're taking. And right. one of the biggest advice we offer our customers is uh, start at a lower dosage and gradually build up. So uh, there, and there's two reasons for that. One is if you've never experienced it before, you know, you kind of want to take it slowly. But two, uh, if you find what a, a lower dosage that works for you, um, you don't want to be overtaking it, right? Because it isn't the cheapest supplement out there. Uh, and if like a quarter dropper works for you, then the bottle will last you that much longer, right? So mm -hmm. um, there's that. Um, one of the reasons why you might have felt the difference is the fact that we use what you call a full spectrum hemp extract or hemp oil compared to, and I don't know what you've taken in the past, but there are other CBD oils out there that are all, that are what you call CBD isolates. And the difference between full spectrum and isolates are that uh, full spectrum is essentially the extract from the plant, uh, essentially the natural ex extract. So it still has all the cannabinoids that are part of the, the hemp plant. And when you think about what cannabinoids are, uh, eat, the cannabis plant has uh, apparently over over 80 of them. Obviously, uh, not all of them are detectable, but uh, in addition to CBD, there are other cannabinoids such as CBN, CBG, CBC, um, and also a little bit of THC. Um, you asked what are the federal or what are the guidelines or the threshold for CBD or for THC? Um, the federal guideline for hemp is to have less than 0.3%. And our full spectrum hemp oil uh, has an average between like 0.01% all the way up to potentially like 0.2%. Uh, so still under the 0.3%, but there is the minimal trace in there. Um, the difference between full spectrum and the, the isolate, um, isolates as the name kind of tells, essentially extracts purely the CBD out of the, the hemp. Uh, extract so that it's, it'll be just CBD. Um, we early on decided to go with full spectrum uh, because uh, from research and what the R&D we've done internally, uh, it's known to be more effective and it's actually a more premium extract as well. Uh, so uh, the, so uh, that's one of the things that we believe in and all our products carry a full spectrum um, hemp extract. So the moral of the story is uh, beginners should uh, take it slow and uh, maybe start with the maybe 250 milligram and maybe try a small dropper full. Um, yeah. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, I'll definitely say so. And uh, uh, But again, like what we found is, you know, hemp oil works differently for everyone. So... Um, some people are, as you, uh, as yourself, are good with very little amount, and you know they they feel the effects or the benefits or whatnot. But some customers need a full dropper or two, so it really depends. But overall, the general guidelines is to start at a at a smaller dosage. Great, and I, I feel like we've. Uh... We may have stolen some of the thunder from the Brainiac questions I'm about to get to. Um, I, I asked the followers of the Brains Report podcast uh, 
uh, give me some questions they wanted me to ask you. And uh, one of them was, uh, what's the difference between the pain relief offered by isolated CBD compared to the CBD blend with cannabinoids and THC? And uh, I'll take a stab. It sounds like the with the full spectrum, uh, you're getting uh, more pain relief benefits. Is that correct? Yeah, you're getting what they call the entourage effect of, of the, the hemp plant, which is where all the cannabinoids are able to kind of symbiotically work together uh, to give you its benefits uh, of what you're looking for. But uh, with, with isolates, uh, it's more purely CBD. And uh, there are, I guess, mixed uh, testimonials and research out there of if that's if it's effective when it's isolated like that but um again a lot of research is still going on and i would say uh it's a bit of experimentation of you trying out both as well okay and uh, another question we kind of touched on um but i want to kind of dig in a little deeper uh if someone's new to cbd uh how would would they determine the right dosage through uh, just trying it and kind of starting with a lower dose? And do you feel that uh, the amount that one should, the, the amount that one will find is right for them is associated with their weight at all? Um, I would say weight isn't totally uh, correlated. Uh, as you mentioned, I would say if you're first starting off CBD, the best way is to start off at a, uh, a lower dosage. Uh, if it's with a cert, if you're going with a certain brand, a good advice might be to just ask for their recommendation of, Hey, I'm starting new with your product. What is, um, the recommended starting dosage? And because I don't want to speak for every brand out there. Um, mm-hmm. but for ours with the 250 milligram, we typically suggest start with between a half to a full dropper. And, uh, the biggest advice we give customers is to stick with it uh, and being consistent and da- taking it daily for at least two to three weeks before, you know, uh, making a decision of whether it's working for you or not. Uh, and throughout those three weeks, let's say, um, is to, if needed, gradually increase uh, if you feel like you, you need to. And, uh, but yeah, I would say that would be typically the guidance we give our first time customers. Okay. And so the, the third Brainiac question is, so there are a lot of different CBD oil makers out there and it seems like the, it's probably just going to increase now that hemp has been deregulated. Uh, what should a consumer look for when shopping for CBD oils? Yeah, uh, my biggest advice would be um, checking for the third-party lab test and um, in the test, making sure that the lab test is pretty recent. So there, there's been some horror, not horror stories, but uh, cases where you get a lot, you ask for a lab test from a brand and it's over a year old. Um, then you've got a question like how, you know, when was this product even made? Right. So, um, checking the lab test and also, uh, asking for the source of, 
of where the hemp came from. So we are big advocates of only using U.S. grown hemp. Uh, we believe there's uh, more uh, transparency and regulation um, that comes from being domestic. And I would say lastly is just kind of getting a vibe of the company by interacting with its customer service and you know checking out its return policy and things like that. Uh, typically, I would say if it's a if it's a reputable brand, um, they were they're going to be more transparent with the customer, uh, more up you know upfront, and um, they're going to stand by their product with their return return policy as well. So um, yeah, and all uh, those would be the three things I'd recommend. That sounds incredibly helpful. Uh, before we get into our final segment. Uh, I was wondering what's what's coming up next for Populum. What what are you guys working on right now? You know, our big focus for 2019 is to uh, to introduce more distinct and uh, user friendly products. So one of the feedback we we get with the tinctures is when you compare it to other supplements that you typically take uh, every day, it's not the most user friendly way of uh, taking it right you you have to take it out squeeze it and drop it under your tongue uh, and then when you're like traveling or whatnot it can be a little bit of an annoyance so we're we're finding uh, more more friendly ways and fun ways to to uh, infuse CBD in different products and whatnot so um, can't be too specific on, on what that is but uh, it'll be an exciting year for us to um, meet our goal and really execute on on some of these uh, big initiatives that we've uh, we've uh, outlined for ourselves great I'm, I'm looking forward to to seeing what what comes out so that brings us to our final segment uh five quick questions and these are just five fun questions i like to ask each of our guests uh the first question is at what time of day do you do your best work for me it's between uh, probably uh, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. So I wake up around 5 a.m. to uh, either work out or to just read for about an hour. And then after that, I'd say uh, makes it's like just a great way for me to get started in the morning. And uh, the first couple hours is probably where I zone in the most and able to get the most out of the day. Okay, and what habit do you have that you think improves your life the most? Uh, essentially, it's essentially what I just touched on, where uh, <laughs> I actually made this adjustment of waking up at 5 a.m. after uh, my wife had to wake up at 5 a.m. because of her, her job, where uh, I was like, hey, might as well start waking up with her. So she goes to work around 5, and um, I start my day, and really waking up, where you have, you know, a good three hours before anything is rushing at you has really helped uh, me mentally prepare for the day, either, you know, by going to the gym or just kind of um, drinking a cup of coffee and just reading the newspaper or whatnot. And uh, that's, I believe, has allowed me to uh, just get, kind of get a jump start mentally uh, to your day, but also on the flip side in the evening, what that's helped me with is, you know, when you're waking up around 4.30 to 5, you typically have to get to bed around, you know, 9 to 9.30. And 
um, not staying up and watching, you know, as many TV shows or just kind of um, typically in the evenings, you know, you kind of, or at least I do, I used to like, you know, waste a lot of time, I would say. So um, reducing that, those hours and spending more productive hours in the morning has really been a big mental shift for me. I can relate completely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and definitely having a spouse that's getting up early uh, does kind of like kick your butt out of bed early as well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, what has been the most effective method for getting the word out about your product? You know, surprisingly for us, especially the two and a half years we've been in business has been really word of mouth. So we, we indirectly encourage our customers or directly, I guess, through uh, through a referral program. But what we found is by being advocates of our customers and putting our customers first, that a lot of customers without even us asking um, have referred their friends and family. And that's actually been our biggest uh, source of growth for us. And uh, one of the big parts of our, our platform is uh, our subscription platform. And year over year from 27 to 2018, we've had a 300% increase in our subscriber base. And uh, a large part of that was through referrals of other uh, of our existing customers referring other customers to um, either try out CBD and them liking it or switching our customers from another CBD brand to ours and joining our subscription platform. I was curious, uh, this isn't one of the five quick questions, but I was curious, uh, what, what percentage would you say of your uh, sales is through subscription? Uh, right now, I would say um, our subscription sales are about probably 20 to 25%. And our, we ha have over our third of our uh, monthly sales come from repeat customers. Uh, so that includes non-subscribers, but those who come back to buy from us. Okay. Uh, you kind of touched on this, but uh, question four is, how much TV do you watch in a typical week? Uh, probably more over the weekends. Um, probably, you know, three to five hours, I'd say, in a week. Um, and, and also, uh, to be fair, that goes up uh, quite substantially if it's like during the football season and you're watching like, you know, sports games or whatever. Uh, so that, uh, but outside of that, in terms of just regular TV, uh, which is typically just Netflix, I would say about uh, uh, three to five hours a week. Cool. Yeah, I, I can relate. I've, uh, it's college, I love college basketball, and that's been uh, <laughs> taking up some yeah. of my time. Perfect it's time nice. of year for that. Yeah, it's kind of nice, though, living in the Midwest because the games start later, so I, I have more of the day that I'm getting work done. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, fifth and final question, what do you think the world needs more of? Oh, man, that's... That's a, lo a very loaded question. <laughs> Are you, so is, it, is, that, is it just that open-ended? Yeah, yeah, could be, could be anything. <laughs> um, let's see. You know, I'm just going to say uh, because of the industry I'm in, um, probably more emphasis on, you know, natural products, uh, whether that's natural supplements or 
just natural foods. I would say uh, we live probably live in a world where uh, our food habits or our consumption habits are going for towards you know quick and easy. You know, like fast food or um, you know, or even just consumer products that we buy is like for convenience, right? But um, I've, I'm a big believer in natural, like whole whole product, whole foods type products, but also sustainable products. And um, I believe the world probably needs more of that, and the world would be a better place if if uh, you know the economy and everybody moved uh, were paid more attention to that kind of stuff. Great. Well, thank you very much. Is there anything else you'd like to tell listeners? No, no. I hope uh, everybody learned a little bit more about CBD. And obviously, if you have any questions about CBD or Populum, uh, you can check us out at populum.com or, or or reach us out directly to us through our our uh, support team. Sounds great. And I'll, I'll have a link to Populum in the show notes and, and other stuff. Uh, including um, I might do a little video review before I, I post the podcast so that people can actually see it and and um, not probably not taste it. Video doesn't work that way yet. But, yeah, um, <laughs> thank you so much, Gunhi, and best of luck with Populum. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. Uh, Have a good day. All right. Bye. And that was my interview with Gunhi Park. Uh, now I want to get into my review of Populum Full Spectrum Hemp CBD Oil. Uh, the company sent me their 500 milligram and 1000 milligram uh, full spectrum hemp oils to, to test out, uh, to take for a test drive. Uh, both came with third party lab tests detailing all sorts of information. Um, I've, I've got the test results right here. Um, they're a little bit hard to understand. Um, I, I think I kind of have an idea of what it's telling me. But basically it breaks down uh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, it tells you how much CBD there is, how many milligrams per gram of the, of the actual oil. And uh, I believe each serving uh, of the, the oil, which is a full dropper full, is nine-tenths of a gram. So if you look at the lab results, it's about 90%. You're, you're taking in about 90% of what it tells you in the results. So, for example, uh, for the, let's see here, the 500 milligram, you, for every gram there is 19.25 milligrams of CBD uh, there's 1.76 milligrams of THC uh, which is below the the regulate amount of 0.3 percent uh, let's see of the of the total uh, there it looks like there's 10 different uh, activated cannabinoids uh, actually, there's there's five different that have like a a significant amount. Uh, there's let's see. There's THC, CBD, THCA, uh, CBG, uh, which is cannabigerol, uh, 
uh, in CBN. And I'm looking at the 1000 milligram one now. And it looks like there is, there's CBC, which is cambic chromine. Uh, what I'm giving you all sorts of inform information and long names of things that I myself do not know a ton about, but uh, maybe you do. Um, but this gives you all that information. In addition to the activated cannabinoids, uh, the, it also gives you uh, how much of like certain other chemicals are in there, uh, such as solvents, residual solvents. Uh, terpenes and uh, mycotoxins uh, and looks like it passes on those but uh, it's I, I like that they give you the detailed information so you know exactly what you're getting there are also a few inactive ingredients such as grapeseed oil virgin coconut oil orange oil and stevia extract and those are meant to make the oil more palatable uh, it also adds like 10 calories and a gram of fat uh, to each serving, uh, which isn't much, but it, it's good to know. Uh, at first, I did not like the flavor. It was like a mild orange, and I didn't taste any sweetness, but uh, over time, the flavor grew on me. Uh, the So the dosage is kind of hard to know um, right off the bat. You kind of need to do a little trial and error and start at a low amount to see what is right for you. And I'll get into a minute here, but uh, it would be nice if the dropper had markings on it so that you could see exactly how much you are, are getting. Uh, the the dropper is just clear and, and they say a full dropper is is a dosage but you kind of got eyeball like how much a half dropper or a quarter dropper is uh, because in, in some of their notes it, it says that with the 1000 milligram oil you're supposed to start with a quarter dropper full and that might be hard for most people to to eyeball uh, to take the oil you first shake it fill the dropper with your preferred amount then you release the liquid under your tongue you let it hang out there for about 30 seconds. Then you use your tongue to spread the oil around your inner cheeks for, for best results. Lastly, you take a few de deep breaths and swallow whatever's left. And then you start to experience the effects. Before I get into that, I just want to point out that different Different oils have different effects on different people. So, uh, for instance, a CBD isolate uh, is different than what this Populum product is, which is a full-spectrum hemp oil. Uh, so it'll have different effects on people just because the full-spectrum also has uh, other types of cannabinoids in there. The first time I took Populum, I felt a mild high. Um, I've taken THC in the past, uh, both legally and illegally, uh, but I took it and I started to feel what felt like being high on THC, and there is a milligram or 
two of THC in there, and I've always been a, a very lightweight when it came to smoking marijuana or taking edibles. I have to be very careful. I take very small amounts, and that's all I need. Otherwise, I end up like going into cuckoo crazy land and vomiting and just not having a good time. Uh, so due to my high sensitivity, the, just the, the milligram or two that is found in, in this product were enough to, to make me feel a little bit of a buzz. Uh, I, there were times when I used it on a consistent basis. I used the Populum oil every day for a couple of weeks and after the second time I took it, I did not feel the, the THC high, which I was grateful for. Um, but I have since gone like a week without taking this oil. And then when I take it again, I, again, I, I feel a little bit bit of highness. Uh, so I just mentioned that to, to warn you all out there. Um, you may not want to... Unless you like being high around people, um, you may want to be careful the first couple times you take this. Um, I tend to only take it when I'm at home and I'm done with work to the for the day and just want to unwind, uh, ease my anxiety and just relax for the night and ease into bed. Um, this so I do take this to help with anxiety, to help with going to sleep at night. But I also use it uh, to help with pain. My go-to pain reliever is ibuprofen, but sometimes it just doesn't get the job done. And when I have extreme muscle soreness or I'm feeling some, some headaches coming on, I, I turn to the CBD and it tends to uh, do an excellent job. So this brings me to my recommendation. Overall, I would definitely recommend giving Populum a try if you're looking for a solution for your anxiety, pain, or insomnia. Uh, there are other uses for CBD, but I can mainly just speak to the anxiety, pain, and insomnia. Uh, a great thing about Populum is that you can use it for 30 days risk-free. So if you don't like it within those first 30 days, you can get a full refund. And I I recommend, it, it sounded talking to Gunhee like they were totally cool with offering a refund if you do end up not liking it. They know that, they understand that it's not for everyone. Um, so it's it's worth giving it a try. Um, I, I'm going to include a link in the show notes to, to Populum. If you use that link, then um, I get a portion of the sales. Uh, it's an affiliate relationship. Uh, if that makes you feel uncomfortable, go ahead and just search Populum uh, CBD oil online and just buy it that way. Um, I don't. I just want to be above the board with everything. Um, but I'm also going to say that I do enjoy using it. Uh, it does help with certain maladies. Uh, that about covers everything for the show today. Um, up next... I believe we are interviewing uh, influencer uh, about protein powders. Uh, exciting stuff. Um, in the meantime, have an excellent day. Take care now.